Welcome to this episode of It's About Language and to the new season where we take a look at language, about its nature and its impact in our lives. We also take a look at what we can do with what we know about how language speaks to us about our own identity, about how we enter a conversation and belong, and what we do to name and use our superpower. Come along with me and take a listen to some opportunities that might be just for you or for someone that you know that use the power of language that is all about being human. Hi, I'm Nora Jones. Welcome to It's About Language. So what is language all about? Well, it's about learning and sharing, opening doors and education, work and life. Language is about creating communities and creating boundaries. It's all about the mystery of what makes us human. So our conversations will explore that mystery and the impact of what makes us human. It's about language in life. It's about language at work. It's about language for fun. Welcome to the podcast. So, as I mentioned in episode 79, the focus for this season takes us one step beyond the whole idea of just listening to and enjoying amazing conversations with amazing people about language, the unique human experience. And I've had awesome guests with direct purposeful charge This season, we're going to be taking a look at the invitation that their activities, their resources provide you as a potential to do something or to reflect on what you're already doing, to be welcomed into a brand new way of considering your identity, your community, and your impact in the world, or to turn to those that you know in your families, in your communities, as colleagues in organizations and say, here's something I learned. And even if you don't get it out of every episode, I hope that you will continue to feel that cumulative effect of realizing that you are already having a huge impact in the world because of language. And when we can take that natural experience we have and reflect on it and practice it and channel it, We become purposeful, we become more effective, and we grow the joy of the world. We learn ourselves, we gain resources, we join with others that are of like mind, we learn how to act. That is, they're all part of truly addressing the three items that I have had on my website now for two years. Find your voice, enter the conversation, and Name your superpower. So that's my commitment to you. We're going to start it today with an amazing organization called Beyond Borders. Beyond Borders works specifically with Haiti. It addresses poverty, child slavery, the importance of education, especially for young women, and the development of leadership. I happen to have had an experience with Haiti, being in Haiti, because of a connection through my parish, through my religious organization. 
My husband, who's a water expert, and I joined some engineers, and we went to listen to and help to provide resources and help in action to those of a particular town in Haiti who were dying of cholera because they did not have clean water. And watching the impact of people that gather together to say, this is what we need, this is how we could be helped, how can you help us by partnering with us, having us take the lead, letting us show you what we need, and then since you, in this case us, those from this United States, had more resources to be able to provide the exact pinpoint resources that they needed to solve that problem. Deeply affected me that we had heard their voice, recognized where their community was, and because of their leadership, we had impact on our lives and were able to contribute. This is the kind of thing we're looking at with Beyond Borders today. Now, beyondborders.net is where you'll find the website. I also have lots of information on my website, fluency.consulting. So I hope that you will go there to not only read about this particular episode, but I've established an invitation page for you. So if you find this organization of interest or others that we are talking about in this season, you will find a special page where you can go in and see some of the language-specific resources, organizations, actions, and opportunities that I'm hoping to be able to share with you during this coming season. It's your invitation to find out what can work for you or for those that you know can use their skills, their voice, and their community to make a difference. Now what we're going to do is we're going to listen to a dear partner of Beyond Borders. Her name is Limitez Pierre Gilles. She is a school sister of Notre Dame, as you'll hear from her, with an educational focus. When I spoke with Limitez, I wanted to discover, again, how it is that Beyond Borders specifically had recognized how language brought the voice of Haitians to the forefront, helped them to grow or create community, and to have a positive impact on a country that so many times appears only on many of the radars, and especially the Western world, as a place of poverty and disruption. You'll hear a very different sense from Limites in this particular moment of excerpt. We've got six items from her, and here is the first about what Beyond Borders is all about. Sometimes it could be a little bit uh, challenging for someone to just imagine something positive or even productive going on in Haiti right now. Beyond Borders is a nonprofit organization that works in Haiti. Beyond Borders helps to build movements. Um, there are actually four movements that we um, focus on. The, it's the movement to end the practice of Restavec, uh, the movement to guarantee universal access to quality primary education, the movement to um, end violence against women and girls, 
and also to provide sustainable livelihoods. A really big question that I had for Limites was, how do you begin in a town? When I first began to learn about Beyond Borders, it was like, well, so how do you go in? How do you find it? What do you... And she made me come to a full stop. She said, this is not a nonprofit organization, a non-governmental organization, going in to anywhere, convincing anybody of anything. This is an organization that listens to the voice of the community. So listen to the voice of Limites now as she speaks about how she gets the community's voice engaged so that the community is doing the work so that the resources and the background of others can be of support. Before we go into a community, um, first let me say that the work is mainly done by Haitians. We have a few staff in Haiti, but most of the work is being conducted by volunteers. So the staff would go uh, they know all the, the, the leaders, the people who really need to be involved. They would conduct a social mapping of a particular community. Once they identify the community, they do the social mapping. And then they get all the leaders involved, all the people in the community who know the people, who know what needs to be done. They get them involved. And then also the people themselves they help identify the people who are most in need, who need to be um, the participants um, or the beneficiaries of, of this work. So we don't just go in and then, you know, choose people or, um, or say, this is what we need to do, this is what we are here to do, but the people themselves are involved in the development and implementation of the work that needs to be done. In this podcast series over these two years, over and over again, folks have described how they found their own identity by finding their voice. And we've taken a look over and over again about how the words, the language that we speak to ourselves inside and that which we hear from outside provides us that sense of who we are. We've taken a look at some very tough circumstances, and I think that it's appropriate for us to be able to say that when we look at how we're going to transform the world, how we're going to grow it to be more positive, how we're going to help to bring people together, or at least to be able to make sure that people are not hating each other from afar, when we are ready to step up and have agency in the world to create a more secure, peaceful, prosperous future, that we're taking a look at the basic identity that we bring and also the identity that others may have lost. Trauma, invisibility, isolation. We've heard of all of those things through various podcasts having to do with, say, uh, bias, even bias that wasn't named interiorly. We've taken a look at those that have heritage languages and who may or may not have been encouraged to 
continued their identification with their heritage while growing their new identity in a new culture. We have looked at those that have been immigrants or refugees and where their identity is sometimes subsumed because of their identity racially or through accent. And all of these traumas, these experiences of humanity, all have an impact then on how people see themselves. So listen to this next segment with Limitez ties the way that resources and effectiveness of Beyond Borders goes with voice and be thinking. As I say, this is an invitation to you. If this particular organization is resonating with you with regard to how they work, great. If you can think of other things you already do or that you've been wanting to do, listen to the nature of voice and listen to the nature of what it does to transform identity and impact. The staff and the volunteers, when they go in a community, they have a way of building the relationship with the people that they already um, know in some cases. And also they have um, some curriculum, some methods some even proven methods that are already there. In some cases, you know, there are some tools that they use for education and even to provide like psychosocial support for some who are in training and having them to use their own voice is very, very important to the work. Let me give you one example. We have, there is a group that is called the Survivors Network. They are women and men, mostly women, who in the, this who, who experience the practice of restavik. Um, we don't have time for me to explain everything. Um, what what this really is, but the shame and the trauma that they experience. So they need help. They need support to deal with this shame and trauma and embarrassment. And once they get the support, the psychosocial support and the group meetings, they are able to to speak in a sense, to speak of what they have suffered, what they, they have endured over the years and sometimes decades. And they use their voice to help others. You know, they become the, 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 the trainers, they become the, the community leaders, the organizers to help other communities. And in some cases, people in their own communities to say, this is what's happening. And this is how we can do better by our children. This is what we can do as a community. And they become leaders once they get the support that they need to unleash their own voice, so to speak, you know, to get their voices out there, to know who they are and what they can accomplish, and to better their own communities. Here on this podcast and also on my website, I'm going to be inviting you to learn how to engage in an information session that I'm hosting, actually several, 
It's not fundraising, it's information. So what I would like to do is say to you that it is a powerful experience which you can share with those that you live with or with the faculty or community, groups, colleagues. The impact of listening to people that have been given their voice, brought into a community of hope and support, and then the impact that happens as they take on leadership roles. You will see, if you join me for one of my uh, tours hosted, I host through Beyond Borders, upcoming here in the next couple of months, if you will come along, you will hear from Elia. And Limites now will speak about the power of this woman, Elia, who has rescued herself from a life of shame and slavery and has turned around to become a leader in developing her community. Whenever I, I listen to Elia telling her story, you know, first of all, I just wish that it never happened. I just wish, like she said in the video, she wished that someone had been there for her. I just wished that it hadn't happened to her. And the other thing that comes through my mind also is that I wish there were more Elia. There were more of her to prevent the children from suffering the way that she suffered and the way that we know some children are still suffering. So that's why this work is not just the work of Beyond Borders. It's not just the work of the Elias out there, but it's all our work. It's, we all have a role to play in this work for the sake of the children. Our identity makes us unique, and you're about to hear Limites answer my question, why is it that you are doing this? What is your background? What is your identity that you found that when you found your voice, you wanted to partner through your organization with Beyond Borders in this case? What's your call? What's your background? What's your voice and identity? To what are you being called? A school sister of Notre Dame, um, NSSND, um, the, my, my province, the community, has um, a partnership with Beyond Borders. And um, we have decided that we had chosen to enter into this partnership with Beyond Borders because after we've learned of the work of Beyond Borders, we know that there was like a great match, a great fit. Our mission, both uh, uh, the mission of the School Sisters of Notre Dame and the mission of Beyond Borders were really aligned. Because we are, as um, School Sisters of Notre Dame, we were founded um, for the education of women and girls, um, for the transformation of the world, really. And we see in Beyond Borders an organization that is doing just that. And one thing that I think um, all of our sisters can repeat um, and say and testify to is the fact that Beyond Borders does not do for Haitians. 
beyond borders support Haitians in their own struggles for liberation. You can tell it was powerful and a delight to speak personally with Limites for me, can't you? And in just a few moments, I'll give you a chance to be able to hear her live in uh, one of the tours that I'm going to propose that you consider in your life or for others. But one of the things that I found was fascinating is when I first contacted Limites directly, she immediately understood that language was the key. I didn't prompt this next part. I just asked her to make sure that she had a chance to express the last things that she wanted to know us to know about Beyond Borders, about its identity and its work, and about the call that might be on all of us. As somebody who is an expert in language, and with language, we can, with our use of language, we can either help build great, amazing relationships, and at the same time, uh, we can also um, crush them, right? So building relationship, first of all, is key. Getting to know Haiti on a different level, like David would say, beyond the headlines, is key. Getting to know some Haitians, getting to know the history, do a little bit of homework, is key. Because one thing that you would hear, um, you will hear David say, um, says um, doing the two, is that our liberations are bound up together. I cannot be free until you are free. You cannot be free until I am free. If we do a little bit of homework, getting to know the history of the country, getting to know Haitians on a different level, go a little bit deeper than what we've seen on the news, perhaps that can help shed a new light, you know, to see um, Haitians and the country beyond just the surface of what we've seen, what we've experienced. I hope that you found this segments by Limites, as well as the background for the Beyond Borders interview that I did, as having an impact in your life, be it an invitation to you or a prompt to celebrate what you're doing or a thought about sharing this possible invitation with others. So when you go on my website, you'll see this also. Again, fluency.consulting is my website. It will provide you direct access to beyondborders.net. That's beyondborders.net. And when you go on Beyond Borders, you will see an option to take a virtual tour of Haiti. If you click on that picture, you will see that there are a variety of tours for which you can sign up. I am hosting, as I mentioned earlier in this podcast, three of these meetings. They're informational. They are not fundraising. <laughs> they are informational and they are powerful. Again, this is an invitation for you to feel what it is you're experiencing in your life and potentially an invitation to this. But the tour is has big impact of the heart. You will see that uh, there are three. Uh, 
session. So go ahead and press the menu and find those three and choose one of those if you will, if you can. I greatly invite you to do that. You'll see my name, Nora L. Jones, next to three of those dates. The 45 minutes you will experience of the team and especially of hearing those voices, including the one of Ilya and her video that both I and Limitez referred to, I think you'll find extremely powerful. So when we step back and we take a look at how we can build relationships, how we help each other to grow, how love can break chains, as the website beyondborders.net says, how we can, again, bind our liberation up together, as Limitez said that the staff member David speaks about in the tour. Take a look then at what did we learn today together, all of us, about the nature of language applied, nature of language finding voice, nature of language helping us to belong and communicate together, and the nature of language to bring impact in the world. Thank you very much for listening to this podcast. I hope to see some of you or groups of you at one of those virtual tours, but whatever it is that you do, thank you for looking for the impact of language in the life you lead and the difference you make for the betterment of the world.